0: they say small business is the backbone of america so what's the best way to support a small business it is to learn more about them and share with your family and friends we interview founders from across the world who have started and scaled their business through the ups and downs long hours and the rewards that come from sacrificing their time to build their business welcome to first to arrive last to leave the journey of an entrepreneur
1: All right, so welcome to another episode of First to Arrive, Last to Leave. We have Jill Christensen here. Jill, welcome. Thank you. Um delighted to be here. Well, I'm delighted because my Pickleball team is sponsored <laughs> by Pet Pickleball. Just saying. Oh, I'm yes. a sponsored athlete. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> well, and is that funny? <laughs> it's true. It's very true.
0: Well, Jill and I were in the same cohort, and I have the pleasure of serving on her board, so same thing, yeah. right? We got all of the, the gear on. I appreciate that. Yeah, yeah. I, I should have worn a tank top, oh, too. I would have been cute with I brought a Could we have yeah. used <laughs> the Pickleball paddles
1: as like Microphone. a frame of reference? Oh, Yes, please. <laughs> I had mine my, my car. I thought about building it. But yeah, because I've got so much sponsored material. Because, <laughs> right. Anyway, so Jill, this is a really interesting story because you are the founder of Pet Pickleball. We definitely want to hear this story because mm-hmm. it's. I, w- we were talking before we hit record. And there are many people who want to start a business and they're like, well, my background's not in this or, you know, I've never done something like this. And you actually went through the program as you had a... Graphic design business. Right. And now we are two years later, you're the founder of Pet Pickleball. Yes. So I want you to share the story of you are playing a sport you love, you're running a business of graphic design, and you're like, I don't like this paddle. I want to design my own paddle, having no experience in manufacturing at all.
2: Right. <laughs> Okay, well, I'll back up just okay. a little bit. Like You like to go to conferences, and in 2019, I went to the Global Leadership Summit, and I was listening to one of the speakers, Craig Groeschel, and he had this really inspirational story about how you bend your curve in the business and how you can just take your business from ordinary to extraordinary. And I was like really touched by what he said but at the same time i'm like how am i going to take my graphic design business to extraordinary and i i ran down all these paths and i just was really having a hard time finding it and fast forward i went to mexico and i saw some friends there and they wouldn't stop talking about pickleball and i'm like oh i used to play in high school i love pickleball let me see that paddle so that ignited the spark to play pickleball again, and then I went to go get my paddle at Sheels, and I didn't like what they had to offer. <laughs>
1: like, um, these... Was it the shape, the look, the what? Like, what did yeah, you hate they about They just it? looked
2: very utilitarian. Okay. And they looked like most of them were designed for men, and I was mm. like, mm, well, I'll buy one, but it's really not what I wanted. And then I got to thinking about that talk and I'm like, oh, maybe this is the way that I can expand my business. So that was just kind of marinating in my brain. And then I started the 10 KSB program, obviously in there as a marketing graphic design professional. And along the way, they have the module about the blue sky idea. And I'm like, hey, you know what? this might be the perfect chance to give this a shot and do the research and flush all of this out. And that's what I did. <laughs> <laughs> and it was just such a cool experience because I was able to set this business on the right path from having all of those modules and doing What I think are like the right things first, instead of just flying by the seat of my pants.
1: (laughs) Yeah, is it was it just like a Google Fest, like where you? I mean, we're talking manufact like Mm -hmm. this is not just okay. I'm a services based business. I'm switching to another. You have to figure out how to manufacture, get a prototype enter, a, you know, an entirely different industry. So did you find a mentor? Did you Google every like, where did you even yeah, begin? Google
2: was my friend at first. <laughs> <laughs> and then um, I bought a bunch of different paddles. And I found like what I liked and what I didn't like and what kind of grips were good and what kind of faces were good. And then I hired a consultant. Okay. And the consultant helped me navigate the whole Manufacturing piece, so she helped me interview different manufacturers and helped convey my vision to them. So that really helped to flush that piece of it out.
1: Okay,
0: so which is kind of interesting because you are it's in during COVID, right? right? So you're now <laughs> trusting someone. It was it stateside overseas to. You know, provide you with an actual prototype. Like, what was your thought process through that? Like, were you excited, waiting for it to? Um, sorry, let me start over. Were you excited that um, you were actually going to get those things tangible in your hand, or were they just sending you pictures?
2: So, I like, what I did was I sent them samples of some of the styles that I liked, and then I designed the face that I liked. And it was actually an easier process than I thought it was going to be. And it was really fun, like, bringing the idea to life. And at first, um, they would send me photos. Mm-hmm. And it was such a cool thing because I'm like, oh, my gosh, there it is in real life yeah. right on my computer screen. And like the process happened a lot faster than I was anticipating. So... Um I looked at the pictures, they sent me samples. I selected which one I wanted, and then we were off to the
0: races. Now have you made your way out to the manufacturing site? Um,
1: not yet,, yeah. but that's something that's on my list. Fantastic. <laughs> So what's it been like growing? So actually, I'll tell you this: I was at league the other day, and somebody mm-hmm. had a man. It's so funny. You're like, it's a girly. Po- I mean, right. there's nothing wrong. I know it's mm-hmm. qualms against any, <laughs> any gender who buys your paddle. Sure, but it's just funny. Like this guy pulls out. I'm like, I know. I'm sponsored by them. <laughs> no way. <laughs> <laughs> no, but, but, just, how is that growing perspective been like? You, and. I, tell, I don't know how into the groups you are, but I like laugh because I'm like, did you read like the forums before you got into this industry? Because there's some pretty mean people. Yeah. No, I did not. <laughs> I think that's a safer bet. Yeah. Like infiltrating into this. Th- talk about that. Well, like
2: one thing when I started, it was my intention to make this a micro brand. And I wanted to stay in the female lane. And I've been a stickler to mm-hmm. that thus far. But, like, the ironic thing is I find that men are some of my best customers and like because they buy for their wives, for their girlfriends, for their daughters. But then, like, they're like, oh, well, what do you have for men? And I'm like, nothing. <laughs> I mean, you, you can use – you're, like, yeah. welcome to, like, yeah. wear the product, support the brand. But it's I, just, like, one of those things. People give me a lot of flack for that, for just staying in the lane. But I feel convicted so and I'm – I'm going for it. (laughs) Yeah.
1: So how has growth been then? Like, I know you've had struggles with the, you know, it's it's something people want to try. And I know, talk about your approach because it's gone from instead of hitting up the super experienced people, it's an industry that there's a lot of new people coming to it.
2: Yeah. And I find that that's actually my target market. They are new players coming to the game. So PEP stands for passion, energy, purpose. And that's what I'm trying to convey. And I just want to get people on the courts having fun. And I've actually found that The non traditional markets have been much better for me. Like, rather than spending my weekend at a pickleball tournament where everyone already has paddles, uh, like like last month, I went to the Texas Conference for Women and there were over 5,000 women there and they were blown away. Like, they loved (laughs) my booth. Like, it was so much fun. And I had like a demo court set up there. And I got to put the paddle in people's hands and got to talk about pickleball and told them, like, why you need to play, where you can play, and just, like, all the things. And that created excitement. And I think that's where I'm going to be going in the future, to those types of events. But then organically, I've had a lot of growth, too. I primarily just sold online but I've sold in 38 states. And that's awesome. Like yeah, that's, that's something great. that I am so proud of, and I have players from coast to coast. And like now, since they've been playing for a while, I am at the point where they will send me photos from like the players on the podium winning their medals, and that is just—it's always a fun day when that happens. Yeah. And I feel like oh wow. I did something and I don't know them and they're on the podium and they're sitting there with a gold.
1: (laughs) Yeah. They're not my sibling or my mom (laughs) or something. Yeah. exactly.
2: This is the coolest thing. And it's
0: empowering. Mm -hmm. Not just for you as the founder, but like those people are excited because they had your item in hand when they won. Yes. And that's what they're going to talk about.
1: Right. Yeah. What's been your strategy on influencers? So obviously this is a, you know, a very interesting time that we're in where products mm-hmm. can be sold through influencers versus just ads or something. Can you talk about that approach and in, in finding the people to use your paddle and talk about it? Sure. Uh,
2: I have a love-hate relationship <laughs> with yeah. influencers. Yeah, yeah, no, go for tell, so, tell it. Um, at first, I went down the road of signing up for one of the influencer platforms where you're connected with the influencers, and you can send them product, and you can select who you want to use, and you can see what their rate is and what their offering is. So I was all excited, and I'm thinking, okay, this is going to be amazing, and I can't wait for all of like the clicks to happen. But then, like, I'm trying to, like, connect with different people, and I was just blown away by what their rates are. So I could have someone, for example, say, okay, well, I will do one Instagram story and a post, and it'll be $700, and I'm just going to stand here with your paddle, and they are just going to sell because I'm hot.
1: And I'm like... Mm.
2: All right. (laughs) Yeah, no.
1: (laughs) Yeah. So it's just
2: been super challenging, like finding the right ones that don't have a crazy price. But then when we were at the summit this past summer in Washington for 10 KSB, I met a mega influencer. Her name's Katie Storino, and she kind of restored my faith back in the influencer market. And she did such a kind thing for me. Um, She actually posted about my brand because we were able to meet backstage. Mm -hmm. And on that particular day, I got a huge uptick on my site, and it was so cool. And I was like, okay, now I get it. And now Mm -hmm. I just need to be a little bit more selective and Mm -hmm. not rely on these platforms. And instead of using those, um, find my own people and send them paddles and let them tell their stories rather than just like the people who talk about everything. So I've just found that again, to be like a very organic thing.
1: And maybe I'm I'm
2: not a professional. (laughs) Yeah. In that space, so I am definitely learning as I go.
1: But it's relationship building yeah. versus mm-hmm. just an email and say, "Hey, can you?" Yeah, like, can you pop, Can you Post show some, a picture? And yeah, mm-hmm. yeah.
0: Well, and I think too what I've loved about watching your business grow, and especially through Instagram, is that there's moms mm-hmm. that are using them, and then there's like major athletes yeah. that are now. <laughs> so I think you know who you're speaking to, mm-hmm. and so to see, like, you don't need a platform to tell you you know how to get with influencers it's more of like you like what you told me that one time he's like well I just walked up to her and I you know handed to her and she was so (laughs) kind and it's like yeah you might get people who say no but like you got to just keep putting yourself out there tell us the story of the of the athlete if you want sure (laughs) um
2: I'm just trying to think of which athlete that um, so, so <laughs> uh, well I guess it was one particular like, story. I just
0: remember one particular <laughs> story bad. and maybe it was like the first the first girl. Oh, and right. someone else was being a little rude to you that day and it was making you feel like not empowered and then here she comes, walks up right to you and not to the other person. Oh, okay. okay. I'm with
1: you now. <laughs> okay. Sorry. No, no. I didn't know. No, oh my goodness, no, all <laughs> those new influencers like, like, are now. Kavinsky, Simon <laughs> Oh, Tony Romo oh, we're, okay. like, we're big time now, <laughs> <like>. <laughs> So I was sitting there at
2: a pickleball tournament and um, it was kind of a slow day and I was feeling a little defeated because one of the big name pickleball companies that's like the Nike of pickleball set up right next to me and he was <laughs> like, discounting his paddles, like, uh, this obscene amount. And I'm like, for the love, can I just get a break <laughs> once? So, like, everyone is swarming his paddles and, like, swarming his table. I'm like, oh, this sucks. <laughs> <laughs> and then, like, lo and behold, um, at a prior tournament, I met up with this... Um, this player and she is super cute super fun just really a genuine person and she bypasses his (laughs) booth and comes right over to mine it was like oh hey jill it's so good to see you oh i'm just loving my paddle (laughs) and it was such a fun feeling and he saw the entire thing and he's like oh who's that i'm is my ambassador yes. and she loves pep. That's
1: awesome. Yeah. Yeah, we all have those like <laughs> days that you just need to pick-me-up. Right. Yeah. So talk about I know as we talk about obstacles and mm-hmm. those bad days. I'm sure this hasn't been easy. <laughs> if it has. Lucky you. Yeah. Right. Uh what are some of the things you've had to Like overcome. I mean, like I said, just going into an industry you're new in. Sure. Can you talk about some of the bumps you've hit?
2: Yeah. It's funny that you mentioned that because last weekend I was actually kind of in like a little funk, not a major one. So I decided to pick up You Are a Badass (laughs) by Jen Sotero and do a reread of that book. And there was this nugget in there. Where she said, when you're stepping out and you're doing something new, the universe or the world is just going to come after you and say, no, don't do that. Get back in your comfort zone. I'm like, wow, that's really interesting because it's been almost exactly one year since PEP started and I just started reflecting on some of those things that happened along the way. And it was just very timely for me. So like a few examples. Like before I was even able to open the doors, like the first gut punch was supply chain issues.
0: Yeah. And Mm -hmm.
2: I was like expecting to get my paddles (laughs) in they said thirty two (laughs) days. That was a lie. (laughs) So 72 days later, they came in. So in the meantime, I haven't been able to open my store, but I've had a beautiful website with nothing to sell. (laughs) Uh. And I literally had no idea where the paddles were or when I would be getting them. And they would say, well, they are sitting on a crate and we're not sure when someone is going to get to them. And this was like my first round. So I didn't have any experience. So I just had to sit there and have faith that they would eventually come. (laughs) And they did. But it was just one of those things where when's the store going to open? I don't know. Wow. (laughs) So like that was one thing. Um, Another punch was right after I launched between – black friday and christmas my website got hacked
1: oh Oh, my god and
2: uh, i had like spent all this time making this amazing ad campaign that i was super proud of and uh, nobody could buy from me and it was just showing like it's just my website was showing up as an untrusted source even though i thought that i did all the right things Oh, when getting oh started so i had to navigate through that but now i have a system in place yeah. <laughs> so we're good but it was just poor timing yeah and i was so sad when that happened and then you freak out and you don't know what to do but it has to be done quick because yeah time is money and oh, it was just like not a fun situation um then like any business or any startup You spend way more money than you're planning. Mm -hmm. Um, Like another interesting thing that happened, and I won't, um, I'll sugarcoat this. (laughs) And that is that I was in, I'll just call it a toxic relational situation. And this reminds me of one of the modules in the 10 KSV program. And it was one of the very first ones that we did And what the premise was is we would take our revenue for each year that we've been in business and plot it on the line graph, and you could see, like the little, you could see the trajectory of the graph and like Mm -hmm. where things are going and if you're up or you're down. Mm -hmm. And since I'd been in business since 2009 for my graphic design firm, I had a lot of plots on my graph. And one of the instructors said, well, tell me about the story. Like, what happened here and what Mm -hmm. happened there? And you could tell, like, when when business was down, it was due a lot of times to a personal situation. Mm -hmm. Like, if you go through a divorce. So what I'm saying is... It doesn't have to be, like, a toxic relationship. Like, your business, you you could just be killing it. But, like, your kid could be on drugs. Your mom could get sick. There could be an accident. Like, anything. So, like, even if you're crushing it in business, if you're not, like, prepared for these types of things, like, it can make your business go down. And you just have to really try to stay on your A-game to, like, keep things in flow. Yeah,
1: Yeah,
0: there's... There's so much there with <laughs> what you just said, and it brings me to that thought process of like of balance, which really doesn't exist. No. No. and same things we're in the class together, mm. being able to plot all of that stuff out, and you're like, oh my gosh, we definitely we were we were moving, and this it was a traumatic move, mm-hmm. or um, and, and how you recover, I think, is like where the the real information comes through, right? Sure. Like how resilient you are. And and then it, and then the next one, the trajectory is higher. And then mm. it's just, you know, so yes. it helps you build mm-hmm. on it. What do you think changed for you when the business started to take off and these things were happening? How were you able to process the stuff that was going on personally, but to keep on that trajectory? Because right. we've seen you grow mm-hmm. this year. And we know, you know there may be some other things happening in your life. But how were you able? Because I just see it like this for you right sure. now.
2: Well, one thing that I can attribute that to is one of the very first decisions that I made when I started the business was to have an advisory board. So I have an advisory board of 12 women. Courtney, you're on there. Thank you. Oh, yeah, that's my favorite. (laughs) And like I hand selected all of the women who are on the advisory board and all for very different reasons and most of them don't think like me mm-hmm. or like they could come from a more diverse background and i continually rely on them for advice especially like when things that i don't expect happen yeah like i don't take advantage of it i hope i don't but i know that they have my back and they're literally just one call away mm-hmm. and they're, they have been my lifeline. So, um, the advisory board is
1: amazing and I would recommend that. To so anyone. can we back up on the advisory board sure. thing? Because this was a conversation we had in 10 KSB about mm-hmm. what it is exactly. Mm-hmm. Can you give like a very high level overview of like how often you meet what you talk about what you rely on them because it's not like necessarily a board Mm -hmm. but what do you like what do you provide to them and what do they give back to you does that make sense sure so when i was initially
2: selecting the ladies on the board i was trying to put together like a dream team who excelled in areas that i don't necessarily have experience in. So like one of them is a fashion blogger. So, mm-hmm. like, oh, how cool would that be if the fashion blogger would be on my board? Yeah. And at this time, I didn't even know her personally. But lo and behold, I was invited on a girl's trip last year to Mexico. And she was sitting next to me on the plane.
1: Oh, And, that's and awesome. she was...
2: <laughs> part of the crew so that was just a miracle thing that happened and I'm so happy to have her on the board Mm -hmm. and then the 10ksv cohort was another amazing place to help me find um people that would have my back because when you spend so much time um with other business owners like you learn so many things. So several of the ladies that are on the board are 10 KSB graduates. And I was able just to use their experiences. So like, they understand what it is that
1: I'm trying to do and trying to accomplish. So do you meet with them like quarterly, monthly? And then do you go over like financials? And like, what goals are like, what kind of information do you do you give with them so it's still a working
2: progress Mm -hmm. but initially I had a super fun kickoff meeting and that was like another one of the gut punches at first I tried to schedule this meeting (laughs) and I had to cancel it three different times and two of them were due to snowstorms oh, in, in Texas. Texas. And I'm like, what the actual hell? Yeah. <laughs> this is so messed up. And I just, I remember emailing them and I'm like, you know what? I want a sunny day. So, sorry. Yeah. Because <laughs> we ended up meeting at this restaurant in Addison called I Declare mm, and we rented so the Airstream and we just had everyone in there and it was just like the perfect launch for the board. And what I was um, like the, one of the main things that I was trying to accomplish from that meeting is I had like all of these ideas for new products that I wanted to bring to the company. So I um, had all of these different samples roughed out and I gave everyone like a sheet of paper and I would like hold up one of the pictures and be like, okay, tell me straight up. Do you like this? Do you not like it? What is it missing? Yeah. And I was able to use the advisory board as a sounding board. And it was really fun. And they were all super excited about it. So um, again, I don't wanna take advantage of the advisory board. So I said that it it's gonna be like a very minimal commitment. We'll meet a couple times a year. And then at some point, I'm probably going to have to reach out to you when I have one of those, oh, crap moments. What do I do? Yeah. <laughs> and I have cashed in on that
1: several times. <laughs> well, I like the standpoint of it, too, because when I mean running a business, even if you have a business partner, mm-hmm. even if you have it's this, it's a very lonely thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I like it. I like the idea of it. And it's something I want to implement next year because it's a, an accountability perspective. Yes. If I tell you I'm going to do something and yep. you, I, you're I, you taking your time mm-hmm. to help me, and if I say we're going to meet another three months and I show up and haven't done anything, I'm embarrassed by this. You show know what I'm saying? Yes. But- yes. <laughs> so I like that standpoint too, where it's like, there's one thing of falling, sh- doing what you're doing and falling short, but there's one thing too of, of saying you're going to do this and then, mm-hmm. oh, well, I didn't get to it. Sorry. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. type of deal. Mm-hmm. One of the things I think is also beneficial to having an advisory board
0: is like perspective because it's easy to get narrow-minded when you're only looking at that one concept a certain way, right, mm-hmm. as, well, it's my design and it's my look. But you've got if you've got an influencer over here, uh, someone who has a sports business, a design business, all these things, all of a sudden they're looking at it completely different and are able to lend their experience even if it's not in the same category mm-hmm. it still sort of runs concurrent all business is sort of the same at some right. point right and it's it's neat to see what lights you up mm-hmm. from someone saying like oh we should try this and it's like oh, it's so obvious right <laughs> but you didn't think of it because mm-hmm. you were so focused on what you're doing yeah. yeah
2: and i have another gal on the advisory board she's a little more eccentric And I had all my designs out there, and like the the first paddle that I brought to market is the leopard print one. And then she gets up and she's like, "You know, I want something that's just a little more badass." (laughs) Like, yes, I understand. Yeah, and that's what we're doing. (laughs) I had a lot
0: of favorites. Right. Yeah. 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 There was lots. (laughs)
2: <laughs> and I went big. I think I had like 30 different designs. So they were probably like, oh, my God, are, are you,
1: you serious? serious? No. <laughs> well, so I know we're running low on time, but yeah. talk about to the evolution of what you went into this doing versus where you are now and that you've talked to me about this offline where it's it was a paddle board, that, mm-hmm. like a paddle that's you started, mm-hmm. right? Like that's what you were going to do and you were going to sell paddles, right? Now you're thinking way beyond right. the paddle. So can mm-hmm. you talk about that evolution? What spurred that, and you know where that's going to? Right. Too?
2: Yeah, because what I've been finding just from talking to my customers, like for example, a paddle, especially um, someone that's new to the sport, they might not want to spend one hundred and thirty five dollars on a paddle. So I was trying to figure out, okay, well what is going to make someone want to do that eventually? Mm-hmm. So what I'm trying to do is like just bring more content about pickleball and design like apparel and accessories that match the pickleball paddle. So for example, someone might wanna buy a t-shirt or they might wanna buy a tank top that is pickleball related. And then, oh, hey, guess what? you are now on my list and I am mm-hmm. going to like reach out to you like several times a year so that you're top of mind for pep mm-hmm. and just I'm um, doing different things like that and like learning how like drop shipping works and mm-hmm. how print on demand works and yeah. um, going down those different roads so I feel like I have like a much better handle on it now but it it's a learning curve. Yeah. <laughs> That's
1: for sure. Yeah. But I like it too where it's not just a – this is a paddle. This is all we right. sell. Mm-hmm. But it's, oh, now I'm top of mind. I wasn't I, – I just started the sport. Mm-hmm. I didn't feel like investing that. But sure. now my cheap board mm-hmm. or cheap paddle is breaking part on me. I need to invest more. Oh, mm-hmm. hey, I happen yeah. to get an email from Pop. This is fantastic. Right. I like their – t-shirt I have or whatever you know and then
2: it also gives me an opportunity to really listen to my customers so like when I was at the conference for example my customers told me that they want to buy a set of paddles so like that might be something Mm. that I develop next where you get like two different paddles and some balls and yeah like a cute bag to put it all in so it's that part's just been really valuable
1: and kids, you need yes. to go kids. I have a funny story before we go into <laughs> Rapid Fire. So, today, my daughter, so we're talking about uh-huh. getting, she's going to sign up for lessons with Catalina. Right. And she's like, Has Pat, has Pat or um, Pickle Bob been around for a while? And I'm like, Well, yeah, it has been. Like, I played it when I was in high school, mm-hmm. but it's really become popular. And she's like, Whoa. That. <laughs> that really is old then, isn't it? Oh. I'm
2: like,
1: <laughs> yeah, I also played in high school. Like, ouch. <laughs>
2: and then now that we play now, it's accepting the fact that I'm not necessarily a pickleball prodigy on yeah. the court. <laughs> and like, and I want to be good cuz I'm Using my paddle, but it's just like one of those things where sometimes there are just not enough hours in the
1: day. Wow. (laughs) And And I always tell the story. So Jill's like, I started playing and like, I'm a natural athlete. (laughs) So I'm like... Oh my God, you put me against these old people? I'm gonna freaking kill them. Like, I'm, so, I'm gonna I dominate this it. sport. <laughs> Dominating it. So then Jill's like, hey, I got this friend, or th- i met this woman. She's super cool. She's an 82 year old, former pro. She's gonna give us lessons. And I'm like, yeah, sign me up. Like, mm-hmm. I'm gonna, sh- like, I'm <laughs> so good. <laughs> Juanita gets in my head. She's just like, She's very mean, but she's very sweet. She has a passion for the game. She whooped our butt. She had a great partner, but whooped our butt. And JJ's like, how was your, how was your lesson today? I'm like, very humbled. Right? <laughs> I've <Right>? mm-hmm. <laughs> got a lot of work to do, and I got my butt kicked by an 82-year-old woman. So that's how my day went. She won the senior games. Yeah. <laughs> she's Aww. a gold medalist. She's- but She has a heart of gold,
2: but, man...
1: Yeah, she's like, like, she'll just flat out and say, oh, that was bad. Yeah, that looks really awful, Aaron. Like, she'll say that and you're like, or that one time we're playing and we didn't, we didn't oh. win. And she's like, yeah. She's just like this passive aggressive. Like, she's like, well, you know, like, I won't even say our really good players are on the courts right now. <laughs> it's like, yeah, Thank you, Juanita. Like, you've just made the loss feel a lot worse. I appreciate that. Thank you. But doesn't
0: that kind of make you want to work harder? Like, with someone's... Yeah. Like, and- that's maybe a different that's a whole nother rabbit hole of stuff but like you know it makes you a better athlete it does because she's not like oh you're so, you're so good yeah and you think you're great and then you show up and you're like i'm not great at all yeah where she's like no you have the ability mm-hmm. right you just gotta I listen to what she said that, that no yet, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know,
2: the best compliment she okay. said to me is so we were playing singles and she's like oh you're all right at that <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> this is like it.
0: moving up. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so my first exposure to it was from you. And we had a business meeting on the court and like you're instructing me, we're talking business. I thought if I could have a business meeting like this every week, this I'd be stoked. You're working out, you're getting out your aggressions of the things that have pissed mm-hmm. you off during the yeah. week. Um and you're learning from one another. I don't know. I think there should be more um, pet pickleball masterminds. Meaties. Yeah, yes. oh, that'd be a good yeah. idea. And like you're yelling at each other across the court. Yeah. like
1: no, you got to make that sale. <laughs> yeah, yeah, make your post. Yeah, yes. exactly. <laughs> Treat it like a serve, for God's sake. Get it in. Right? Yeah. No, it's definitely, it's definitely been a very humbling experience mm-hmm. where I'm like, oh, I gotta work, like, I really gotta work, because there's people who play all day, and it's a mind game. Like, what was so interesting was when Ida broke down, because, like, she's 82, she can move very well. I pray to God I can move as well as she can, mm-hmm. but I pray even more I can think as well as I she can, doubt. because she's explaining her thought process, like, I'm watching your you and your partner, and I'm watching how that's breaking down, where they're moving, and she's, she is like and it's a fast like it's going over and she's making all these calculations of where you are, what, how I can play you, what your weaknesses, where where my partner is. Mm-hmm. I can see my partner at the corner. Of my, and I'm like, <laughs> I'm just like, how do I get the ball over the other <laughs> right. side? Like, that's <laughs> yeah. what's going through my head. And she's like, it's amazing to me. I'm like, whoa, I yeah. hope I can think this mm-hmm. this way. Yeah, it's a chess match. <laughs> yeah, it exactly is. I know one of the cool things that
0: you mentioned, too, was that there is this professional piece that's sort of like coming up right now where there's actual, like the purse is pretty high for tournament. Mm -hmm. How do you see yourself getting involved in in that?
2: Well, I actually started getting involved with that last month. Um, I had the opportunity to sponsor one of their tournaments. And it was right in my backyard, literally in Frisco, Texas, they hosted a tournament. And through networking at some of the other pickleball tournaments, I was able to make the connections and meet different tournament directors and they invited me to have a table at the tournament. And congratulations, Joe. Yeah. That's fantastic. Thank you. And that was such a huge win like it was so cool to be there especially like when the celebrities started showing up and people who were on the pickleball circuit and I have an intern and she was able to share in the experience and like she got her paddle signed by Dirk Nowitzki and I have a picture and a video of it and it is just the coolest moment and I'm so proud of that
1: yeah no, oh, that's, that's awesome. That's really cool. All right. Should we do rapid fire? Yeah, let's do Okay, nice. here we go. Get ready. All right. They're coming at
0: you. I know. I'm like, do I say favorite beverage in the morning or <laughs> favorite beverage in the evening? Mm. Or both. <laughs> okay, or both. Yeah. Um, I've been on a Celsius kick. I love Celsius. Yeah. What's your favorite flavor? Orange. Really?
2: I like, I like the watermelon. And, and the ha- grape.
0: The I, the one that actually tastes like Coke. Because I always want to drink a Coke, but I'm like, I can't justify, like, what is it? Like, 120 tablespoons of sugar. <laughs>
1: like, so there's another brand. I wish I knew it. It's like Armand. Ar- May- Armani. It's mm. it's in that section. And they have, like, a cherry slush flavor. They oh. have a orange dreamsicle flavor I just Ooh. tried. A caramel <sighs> apple. There's these thin and cans. And, and it, it, it starts s- with an A, AR. And, yes, is it, it soft? Like it, a texture? It feels different. Blows Celsius out of the water. Ooh. Just saying. I so. feel like... They were at the gym the that I
0: worked out at and they're like, I bought all of them.
1: Yes. <laughs> the <laughs> all like, the things. Uh, it's, maybe it's AKL. I don't know. I'll have to send it to you guys. But it starts with an A. It's in that section. Blow Celsius out of the water. All right. Yeah.
0: Sign me up. The best advice you've been given.
1: Don't assume. That's always a good one.
0: Yeah, sorry, I'm just going to it right. does. Like, oh, yes, it does. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, if you could play pickleball with anyone. I would choose Brene Brown.
1: She's Ooh. really into it. Yes.
2: And she just seems like such a fun person. Like, granted, I don't agree with everything she does, but... It's pickleball, so it doesn't matter. I it's don't like, think she'd be fun on the court,
1: though. Well, <laughs> like, I think she's going for blood. Like I'm just possibly. saying. Possibly, <laughs> well, Renee,
2: if you're listening, I will come to Austin.
1: <laughs> Let's see what you got. Wait, right. We're
0: gonna come as a team. We're gonna group up and, um, yeah. and cheer you. I wine. don't think
1: she's sponsored like I am, though. <laughs> just
0: saying. <laughs> Maybe someday. <laughs> so what does your morning routine look like?
2: Um, it depends. Like my morning routine, like for a while it like wasn't the greatest and now i've honed that back in so i am definitely an early bird mm-hmm. so it starts off with coffee i've gotten back into journaling and i try to read for at least 15 minutes doesn't always happen but it has been lately so mm-hmm. i feel like i'm getting back into it and it it's just like a good way to kind of clear your head and get prepared for the day
0: That's awesome. Okay, so we know that you just um, finished a book, but what do you think you want to read? What's up next?
2: Um, Let me see. (laughs) I don't know.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Think on that. Um, Top bucket list item.
2: Well, what's next up for Pep is... I'm going to the New York City holiday market sponsored by Goldman Sachs. And that just feels like a bucket list. Like I literally feel like I hit the
0: lottery. And I'm so excited to participate. That's really great. Yeah. Um, And then what's – man, what did we change it to? It's not guilty pleasure. What do you – you want? Okay. Uh, well, what was
1: like guilty pleasure that you don't feel guilty or something, something like that. that? It'll come
0: back. Yeah. Okay. But for, for now, Shut for argument's sake. I know. <laughs> um, what's your guilty pleasure?
2: Right now, I've been going to Lifetime Fitness, but I haven't been working out. And instead, I go in the steam
1: room and in oh. the hot tub. <laughs> that sounds... You need to come to Tiffany's cycle class with me. It's right. so fun. Are
0: you guys... It's Are you going to the one up in Frisco? Mm-hmm. We talked about this because...
1: Yes, we yeah. did. Mm-hmm. Are you thinking about joining?
0: Yeah. Well, I've been, had a membership with them before, and then I moved away from the the gym I was at, or the, the one that you know, whatever. And we've been we've been talking about it for the last three months. I just mm-hmm. haven't pulled the trigger. You
1: should come. <laughs> I know.
0: Well, fun. Accountability. Yeah. I know. Advisory
2: board. Right. We can I play pickleball on here. their courts.
1: <laughs> yeah. Ooh, they've got a great pickleball. And now selection. we're all members. Exactly. Yeah, and I think it's so cool.
2: Um, we didn't mention this at the top but we were all connected at the summit yeah. and like this whole podcast was like a vision <laughs> at that summit and I am so proud of you for actually doing it Thank like you. that is such a big deal and I'm so happy for you it was Thank the I, what
0: would, what did we bond over was it the rip in my dress or the <laughs> champagne'm I'm, I'm trying to figure out where it all started
1: well we were hoping you with the rip in your dress. <laughs> That I, so then, I did yeah. not know in <laughs> That
0: was fun. I was like, oh, that's great. It's
1: okay. Nobody knew. <laughs> Nobody's going to know. I'm, I'm, still, I'm on TikTok too much. Right. <laughs> All right. Oh so, Jill, if somebody wanted to order a paddle, find out more about Pep, where do they go? PepPickleball.com. All right. We'll have that in our show notes, too. Thank you so much for doing this You're and sharing welcome. everything. because yeah, it's awesome. I know it's it's i love that you did a whole complete 180 and are doing something that you're passionate about instead of just staying the course and something that you could keep doing sure one
0: thing we didn't mention either was like you have a skill set that you applied directly into this business and that is a huge beat of itself to have enough confidence to go like that so right
2: yeah and i just found that i was always doing that for other people yeah i'm like you know what i want to try it for myself and yeah. see what happens.
1: Yeah. It's awesome. Well, I know what I'm going to do. I can do what I can to get your paddle up on a podium. Yes. <laughs> I'm trying. Thank Juanita's you. working with me. We'll see. <laughs> All, All right. right. Well, thank you. <laughs> You're welcome.